This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. For the first three quarters of 2008, Brazil's economy grew at a robust rate of more than 6%. As the world financial crisis takes its toll, signs have begun to appear that business in Brazil could run into trouble. The Bavespa stock market index has been volatile, and falling commodity prices have eroded export earnings. How will Brazil fare during the coming months? To answer this question, Knowledge at Wharton interviewed leaders from industries ranging from petrochemicals and telecommunications to banking, real estate, and manufacturing. In this special report, CEOs and other experts share their insights into what's in store for Brazil. Our guest today is Eli Horn, founder of Cerela Brazil Realty. Mr. Horn, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be with you. I wonder if we could start by talking about the question that's on the minds of almost everyone today, uh, and that is, what is your view of the world financial crisis, and what do you think has been the impact on Brazil? Brazil is not an island. In a globalized world, everybody pays a price. So Brazil is paying the price too. Uh, the feeling that is... At a certain point, we are in, we are in a crazy world. And the uh, game changed too quickly. Uh, the truth becomes a lie, and the lie becomes the truth. And if you don't adapt yourself, you'll get mad, or you'll get bankrupt. I think the new game, the new game is exactly the opposite from six months from now. Six months... We are trying to adapt because we have no choice. But it is a crazy world at the same time. We cannot help it to say it's a crazy world. What has been the effect on uh, Brazilian real estate? Well, real estate is something that people buy when they are uh, calm, when they have uh, some money more to invest, when they, have, they are not nervous about the tomorrow. And with the uh, financial crisis, the world, everything now, Everybody is nervous about the tomorrow, so it's not the best time for real estate. Also, we hope and we think that this uh, this nervousness will will be will quiet will be will quiet itself very quickly. Why? Because at a certain point, the real estate is a, a harbor. It's not a speculation business. At least in Brazil, people buy apartments to live, not to speculate. So if everything goes bad in financials, at least the real estate, it will be theirs. It will not fly away. It happened about uh, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Real estate was uh, a scapegoat, I mean, of the financial crisis. And probably it could be like this again. Uh, As we all know, in the United States, it was real estate that and the subprime it's lending. Different. We don't have subprime in Brazil. I see. No over credit, no, not even enough credit. The GDP of real estate in Brazil is about uh, from two to four, five percent of the GDP. United States is 80, 90 percent. So we are far from subprime. Right. So the, the subprime here doesn't exist. Uh, nonetheless, I believe that, uh, especially in the banking sector in Brazil, uh, there are some liquidity issues. 
uh, how, how, what is the effect of that do you think going to be on real estate? Well, you, you work in a world that banks are important into the mainstream. Suddenly the banks are not working for some time. So it affects your future plans. Then you become quiet and you, you stay quiet till things happen. Uh, it, I think this is what's happening here happening in the, in the whole world. You stay quiet, you wait. The best thing is not to do nothing if you can. Is that is that your strategy for the time being? My strategy now is to stay quiet. I see. I see. Not to profit from from the crisis in order to be to make better business. To be quiet, to wait, and then to decide in a more calm situation. Some of the people whom I have been speaking to have said that when the market comes down this dramatically, it offers good buying opportunities. Are you My history is to make money when there is boom, not when there is crisis. When there is crisis, stay quiet. We don't like to speculate, we don't want to play. We like to be go safe. So when there is crisis, stay quiet. When there is boom, you go quick. Since you mentioned your history, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about your history uh, in, in real What's estate. important my history? Nothing is important. Uh, uh, the company's history, for example. The company history is better. The company exists for more than 40 years. It grew a lot when it went against the trend. Uh, the company didn't securitize papers, receivables. It goes according to its means. In '94, when there were a credit crunch, instead of going to the banks, we prepaid the banks and we worked with our own money. This uh, allowed us to grow in a very quick pace because the rate was maybe dollar plus 30 plus 40 a year, because the indexes here are very difficult to follow. And uh, we worked only with our own money. We finance the clients and we work with what, the, as far as we could with our own capital. And probably that was the change in our history. We grew a lot because we didn't pay any interest, we received interest, while other companies probably paid interest, big interest. That was the change. And we don't like to go after the trend. We like to, to think, to generalize, and to, to make our own trend, and not to be sl slave from the, the situation. Uh, which were some of the markets in which you saw the, the maximum growth? What do you mean, other markets? Uh, in, in within the real estate sector, for example, which were the, the primary growth areas for your company? Residential, I mean, we work mainly residential. We have another company in the stock market, CCP, that is for rental, it's a small company. Residential, the, we have been growing maybe 80-90% a year for the last 3-4 years. Probably in 2009 we will not have that growth, probably in the health, in the health fully we will not have it. Uh, the growth was in this low, low, not low, what is, in the low income, middle income and high income. It was average in the all sectors of Brazil. Of course, the low income is the one who is supposed to grow more because there are more people willing to buy this kind of apartments. Uh, what about your activities in commercial real estate? Till two months ago, rental was a very good business. 
of course, everything slowed down now, so we don't know what's going to happen two months from now, uh, especially with the banks that had problems. Uh, the banks were the big... Uh, tenants. Uh, tenants. They would pay the maximum price. They, went, they wanted the best uh, location. Uh, like the technology bubble, things change. I think the, the rental business will change. How? We don't know exactly. But again, we are used to crisis. It will not be the first, it will not be the last. The important thing is to survive and then to grow again and so on. Although you say that the market is slow now, I heard a story that there was a building that was launched just recently and in a single day it was sold. Yeah, uh, is that true story? Is that true story? We. How how did you manage to achieve that? I didn't want to get to give a a long uh, term financing to the people. I didn't want to go to the bank for mortgage because uh, the rates of the commercial business is very expensive. So I gave the condition to the people. You could we could launch it if it's going to self finance. So we were able to sell a whole building probably in 48 hours. Uh, average 30% cash, 70% in 36 months. So the building is totally self-financed. In this, we would like to go to, into that space in the future. Not to go anymore with 10 years, 12 years self-financing. Towards the bank, we'd like to be self-financed by the buyer if it's possible. We are uh, launching another building in the south. This one is in 10 years, not in three years. Uh, they signed the first day, they signed 48% of the building. Probably it will be, according to what I heard, will be finished in two to three days from now. But it's not every day the same story. I would like it to, to be that story every day. Uh, what, what are going to be your top priorities for the next two to three years? Work. And besides work, I mean, uh, for my personal, a lot of go to charity, so... I, I've heard that you uh, think very deeply about and care very deeply about charitable projects in the education area. Could you tell us a little bit about your... Private. The, my, my goal, I'm a believer in God, and I think a world without God is a worse world. So my goal is to bring uh, God to the students. We have a lot of educational projects into a lot of universities, the states inclusive, that try to bring them to spiritual values. I think what is lacking in the world today is spiritual values. Not only material money, business matters. We need to go to spirituality. And we try to focus into that goal. We try, I think we, we, can, we are succeeding. Other people are joining the group too. We are not only us. And uh, this takes a lot of uh, money for charity. For This for me, charity. Each one according to his... God is one, but each one according to religion try to bring people back to spirituality. The world is, doesn't begin in itself, it doesn't finish in itself. The world is a transition stage of human life, of soul's human life, mainly is this. You have had a long career in business. Uh, 40, 
45 years. 45 years. In your age, probably. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm older. Uh, the, in, in your career, what is the toughest leadership challenge you have faced? What do you uh, mean, toughest leadership challenge? When your leadership was tested the most. How did to you convince people it? that the world changed? Very difficult to convince people that so the, you, the, the game you, changed. Can you explain? Yeah. Uh, the position of a leader is to try to feel the, the situation and try to change the direction. And people don't like. You have a tough time with people changing direction. Very difficult. People, they, or they dream, or they think that everything is easy, everything, uh, everything is stable. Things are not stable. Everything is not stable. Life change, and you need to change. Maybe the, the, the toughest thing is to make people change their way of thinking. Probably the difficult things in life, in business. You're, you're absolutely right. Can you give a concrete example of when you did this, and when you faced this situation? A lot of times. Times. Not only one time. Yeah. In in this crisis, I've been a hard time to to talk to people about situation. Yeah. People don't want to see the truth. Probably is a world problem, a human problem. Yeah. Truth change, business truth change, and people don't like to change their truth. Yes. Maybe that is a difficult task because you cannot change the situation in the world. You can change your people's way of thinking. And that is maybe the most difficult thing with people. Yes. And the point two is try to know where you are in order to, to know how you must behave. Besides the people, you must know where you are according to the situation of the world and how to, to behave you and your company. Every day, probably, we spend two hours in the focusing our situation in the world. At least two hours. Lastly, we have been spending four or five hours a day just to know where we are. How do you know that? Speaking with economists, with bankers, with analysts, every day. Reading. One last question. How do you define success? Success, when you make more... Uh, when you make less mistakes than uh, achievements. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.